The Utah Jazz fall to the San Antonio Spurs because defense did not come along for the ride tonight. In some ways, a concerning loss because it's a lot of the same things others have done to the Jazz to beat them. We'll talk about it coming up on tonight's edition of Postcast. David Locke and Ron Boone along with you for Postcast after each and every Utah Jazz game live on YouTube at Locked on Jazz, Facebook at David Locke, as well as the Twitter channel DLock09. So thanks very much for tuning in. We'll have a chat room open for your comments as well. Ron Boone, the San Antonio Spurs score in their final seven possessions of the night. They score 41 points in the third quarter. This is a defensive loss by the Utah Jazz. So to recap, yeah, it's, it's a defensive loss, but it, uh, because they couldn't put the fire out and couldn't stop the San Antonio Spurs at what they started there in that third period. For some reason, the Spurs were getting to every spot they wanted on the floor and making all the mid-range shots. All of a sudden, things start to catapult for them. I mean, the three-point shooting start to fall, which is something they, they don't do a lot of, but that's not saying that they can't do it well because they do have some some three-point shooters that can uh, that can make them when, when things are going good for them. But I thought that third period, 68% shooting is something the Jazz don't give up very often, uh, but you know, it happened. You don't win a lot of games where you allow 41 points in a quarter. No, it, that, that's for sure. And and uh, the way the Jazz played in that first half, uh, because San Antonio was running and so was the Jazz. The Jazz was pushing as well. And they had a great first half. But for some reason, especially in that third period, uh, you just start playing more of a half-court game. And I think against the San Antonio Spurs, they're going to have to uh, – do what they do best. In other words, they can't with, with those big guards. You know, it's a problem there for the Jazz. All right, so let's walk through what did they do to the Jazz? What did the Jazz? What were the Jazz well, not able to defend? Well, first of all, the, with them switching one through five, the Jazz were unable to get. You know, the type of offense that they want. They have to attack. We heard that this morning. You got to attack this basketball team, and I don't think they they did a lot of it. Donovan Mitchell probably was the only one that was really good at, at attacking the basketball team. Now, defensively, uh, the Jazz, well, you know, with them being undersized, especially with Mike Conley, but they ran a pick and roll with Rudy, um, did not switch. Uh, They would kind of fight over the screen or get underneath, but they just patiently took their time and started making that mid-range jump shot, made it a a big problem. What we saw this morning, what what I did see this morning, that, that, Rudy was going to stay with that mid-range shooter, and I don't think they did that in that, in that third quarter. Were they, they? Rudy Gobert rarely ended up guarding the ball. Him a few times he did. He did impact the shot. Then Lonnie right. Walker made an unbelievable shot late over right. Gobert. Um, if they play their big flat, so Rudy's got to stay down to prevent it. There's not a lot Rudy can do if you start hitting from fifty. 13 to 18 feet, and at that point, it's on Mike Conley at 6-1 to guard a 6-6 Murray. Keon Johnson overpowered our guys a little bit in that third quarter. Or excuse me, Keldon Johnson overpowered our guys a little bit in the third quarter. So it, it, it is a tough matchup with those guys coming downhill at you, and they stopped running for the most part. I have to go back and look at it, but it felt like to me they stopped involving Rudy in the pick and roll, so it's the same script, right? It's we're going to run some pin downs and some swirls and some things, but we're not going to involve Gobert. So now we're coming downhill at you. You got to guard your guy, right. and we get you into the rim. And if we and we're gonna, in this case, they stop before the rim because Gobert's at the rim with Pirtle, or the or Gobert's occupied with Pirtle. And, and don't forget this offense that they're running. And we've 
coaches talked about it this morning, is it's just a simple passing game. That's all I saw. You know, it, it's an old you might want to call it an old school passing game because the variation of it is to get the mid-range shot. And and the difference is in San Antonio Spurs runs a, a passing game. But theirs is, is a little bit different because they get three-point shots out of it. And they have a first player like uh, Seth Curry, who's very good at just moving, you know, that, that type of thing. Spurs are going to be a difficult team for the Jazz. If, if the Jazz uh, don't try to match, I think, their speed um, and take advantage of Conley's quickness, his ability to shoot threes like he did in the closing minutes there uh, because of the size of a 6'5 guy trying to guard him. The Jazz fall. Lonnie Walker made an unbelievable play. Donovan got a nice look at the rim, didn't make it. Then they split free throws, and then Donovan didn't get the final three off with two point seconds left. It's really, guys, I, I know we like to it's recency bias. We get into that final inbound play. Like the amount of games with two point seconds left, you actually get a good look or get much is, Awfully is, tough. Awfully tough. is, is not many. So that's, you know, frankly, you switch that one through five as a defense, unless you make a really catastrophic mistake, it's going to be pretty hard for the other team um, to get a good shot off. Offensively in the first half, the Jazz were brilliant again, Ron. I would yeah. guess actually finished the night with another pretty high level offensive night. The Jazz finished tonight with a 124 offensive rating. Wasn't Good enough, but you shouldn't have to be a 128, 129 to win basketball games. Yeah, that's true. Um, but, again, that first half of the Jazz was something different than what we saw in the second half. And, and uh, it's going to be interesting to see what the Jazz do against this team the next time we, we play them. I commented, and I thought the Jazz looked tired at halftime. Did, did you think they played with a little less juice in the second half? I, it had to be a little less juice, whether they were tired or not uh, and why they stopped doing what they did in the first half, you know, we'd have to talk to the coaches and let them explain something to us or, or maybe it was something different that they wanted wanted uh, wanted to accomplish out there on the floor. But what we saw from up here, uh, it, it, you're absolutely right. I mean, they may have been a little bit tired. Uh, you did say they were tired in that first half. I thought both teams anyway was, was tired. But, again, it's, you got to give it to the Spurs. They played hard. They got it done and, and, and took one – Gave the Jazz a, a loss here at home. Uh, Nate uh, asked, do we know what happened to Donovan? I don't. I I have this weird feeling. It's interesting, and I'd be curious if anybody else had this. I, I'm totally making, like, I have no proof that this is right. So this is a total question. I feel like I, and I don't know if I just do that. I have it. I feel like I saw Donovan checking into the game at his usual moment, and then he didn't for some reason. And then he didn't come back in until there was about, what, two and a half, I have to check it, but two and a half, three minutes left instead of coming back in at eight. Like, I, I, my, like I thought I saw Donovan at the scorer's table. Then he, for some reason, didn't come in or maybe didn't went back out. I'm not, I'm not, I, I have to check. I haven't had a chance, but, I, you know, obviously then we noticed he wasn't on the floor. I heard you say that, but I thought he checked into the basketball game and, and then there and was then another left. quick timeout and he ended up checking out. And, and Clarkson came back in. So it looks here on the game sheet, and I apologize, guys, this is sometimes the problem of being live, is that Conley comes in for Donovan at the 520 mark. So Donovan had come back into the game at whatever his usual eight or nine. Well, let's see. Fourth quarter, Donovan would have probably checked back in at the 743 mark. It was 106-105 Spurs. And then at the five-minute mark, Donovan checks back out of the game. So I did see Donovan check in. Okay, that makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah. 
Um, and then Donovan checks out of the game for some reason. He has been under the weather, so maybe that was it. And he checks back into the game a few minutes later. Uh, by the 206 mark, he makes a shot. So I don't see where I don't see his. Oh, he subs in at the 237 mark. So he played about two and a half minutes without him. I, I have no idea. I'm sure we'll hear something in the upcoming presser um, of why that uh, took place. But I, I'm not aware of, of what it is or why it was. But thank you. I actually wasn't sure. So I appreciate looking that up and uh, clearing that out. Um, don't know if the stats back up for like rough night for White, Whiteside. I, I don't know if it was a rough night. I, I would say this: we can't expect fourteen and ten out of Whiteside every night. Right. Like that, what we've seen the last few nights has been really, really incredible. And it cannot be forgotten that what he's actually doing is difficult. He's playing in these little short stints where it's very hard to get a rhythm, and sometimes you could actually even play the first stint without getting a rhythm. It's not surprising to me that he's been much better in second halves than first half. Like. It takes this is a this is a hard ask, and so I think you will see this so kind of performance out yeah. of him, um, yeah. just because of how unique it is what he's being asked to do to play four four minute stints in and a I, given night is not what you is not a usual way to do it. And, and I think this is something we could probably watch ourselves, uh, David. That in fast paced basketball games, I'm not so sure uh, how effective he is. In in, in, mm. in the game. So that's something that's we're going to have to watch. And, they really, and, and they're really fast. Yeah, right. he is not a quick mover um, in that way. And particularly, he's not particularly quick changing sides of floor. Uh, Jazz Spurs mid-range killed us, which makes me worry about the Suns even more because they do the same thing, obviously have a lot more talent. Is that a fair that's concern? A, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, good comment there from Anthony tonight. Um uh, somebody, people are speculating Donovan had to go to the bathroom. Maybe. Maybe so. Uh-huh. It happens. Believe me, I it do. happens. I do now. So we're leaving, <laughs> but we're not coming back. Have a good one. Talk to you soon.